Hello listeners and welcome to a 5x5 podcast. I am David Codyworth. And I am Sarah Lowe. Today we're going to discuss many topics. Topic one being Cyberpunk 2077. Now Sarah, what platforms is that available on? This, David, is available on Xbox, PlayStation and PC. Also available on all other platforms as well. That's all platforms. Now, now, now this game, when you installed it, Sarah, first impressions... I think the graphics are really good, David. I like the fact that it's set in the futuristic times. And also, just to point out, what did you think to the driving? Once once you become your character, we're not going to give away spoilers, and you'll get into the vehicle. What's the driving like? What's the what what what's the pit of the game like? Because you do get games like What Stogs on Xbox One, the original, not the original Xbox that is. I'm on about the original Watch Dogs game where. The driving was okay, and then you also got other games where the driving was non-existent. So what did you think to the driving on Cyberpunk 2077? I think the driving on the game is okay, but it is a bit strange driving on that game in particular because I'm so used to games such as Need for Speed and Grand Theft Auto. So the driving is a little bit extreme for me. Do, do you not reckon when you're trying to turn a corner on Cyberpunk 2077 that the car likes to take itself rather than you can control it? I did actually notice that today when I was playing Cyberpunk myself. I also think as well, moving on from the driving, I just want to clarify, this is quite an explicit game as well. A lot of, a lot of people have said it's quite an explicit game. Uh, I do agree. I do actually have to agree. But this is Keanu Reeves in Cyberpunk. Well, you can't get any better than that. Yeah, you definitely can't get any better than Keanu Reeves in it, although we haven't come across him yet into the game, have we? Again, I don't want to give any spoilers alerts, but there is actually things like sex shops in the game. and Sexual content as well. Yeah, like... When you choose your character, again, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but normally, in normal games, it's face colour, eye colour, nose. In this one, you can actually modify your privates. Yes, that's right, you can modify your genitalia. Of course, me being a man, went for the biggest. You gave yourself a big donger, did you, David? <laughs> I hope my mum's not listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I very much hope she's in it as well. So what do you think to the uh, AI? Which means it's a single player only and it's not online. What do you think it's to the AI? It's not online yet, David. It, it, it is going to be a multiplayer in the future. Well, it's not been confirmed yet. It's not been confirmed, but there has been talks. I reckon if this game goes multiplayer online, you'll see it'll be an all-different ball game because you're not versing AI bots. You're versing actual people with joypads that are a lot quicker, a lot wiser, a lot smarter. Definitely. Now, we are talking about Cyberpunk and there is actually three stories to choose from. Yes, there is. There's a Nomad, there's, uh, I think, a street one, and there's a commercial business uh, sort of thing, uh, scenario. So there's three different scenarios to choose from. Which one did you choose? I chose the street. So, Sarah chose the street, I chose the Nomad. What did you think to your particular story without giving any spoilers away? Was it enjoyable? Was it crap? Was it, you know? I found myself to be getting a little bit pissed off at first because obviously you've got to go through like a training sort of stage. Yeah, to learn the, to to learn. Learn the ropes. Although I'll skip man. Uh, as soon as I got the gist of it, I found myself okay. Would you recommend 
Cyberpunk 2077 to gamers out there? Oh, definitely. I mean, if, if you're a big like GTA player, a, a Grand Theft Auto, then most definitely, because it's kind of similar, but it's not. To be honest, I think I'm the only person that thought Rockstar made that game. Yeah, it is quite similar to a Rockstar kind of game. But it's got Keanu Reeves all over it. It it definitely has got Keanu Reeves all over it. I think with him doing the sort of movies he's done, like um, John Wick movies, yes, the Matrix. John Wick movies, The Matrix, it, uh, there's a little bit of everything into it, into it, but I'm hoping there's an Easter egg to Bill and Ted or something. It kind of, it kind of reminds me of the Terminator, though. Yeah, in the sense that it's, um, without giving spoilers away, you know, there is... The futuristic side. There is artificial uh, life in it, and there is also cyborgs. Wait, no, no spoiler alert, but the street story that I'm actually doing at the minute, it it's like Terminator, but it's also like a gangster kind of storyline. Count to 30, listeners, in case you are. Count to 30 with your fingers in your ears, just in case there is a spoiler there. There will not be a spoiler alert. <laughs> so what? What did you? What did you think to it? So you've played Terminator for the Xbox One. What do you think to Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven? What game does it relate to closely, or do you reckon it's a whole universe of games that have already been released? It, it is most definitely like a whole batch of you of games all linked into one. Like I stated before, it's a bit like Grand Theft Auto. It's got Terminator in there. It's got the whole shebang. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I'd have to agree. The artificial intelligence is good. The gameplay is good. It, I reckon it's one of the best offline platform games I've ever played. I do indeed. So, going into the motions of the game, did you find it hard to shoot enemies? I didn't find it as much hard to shoot with the enemies as soon as you get the gun. I kind of like throwing the grenades personally because obviously there's more damage. I found the whole sneaking up part quite difficult because if you move too fast or you don't crouch... Stealth, a stealth, yeah, you were, a stealth takeout. You were a lot louder. That's like any game. So it's quite frustrating when they catch you in the act. Most definitely. I, I like that part of the game. I mean, it reminded me going right back, right back to the original Xbox, and there was a game with Sam Fisher in it, and it was a Tom Clancy game, Splinter Cell, and it reminded me slightly of that game. It was bringing memories back in my head. Yeah, I vaguely remember Splinter Cell. The Splinter Cell days. But also, it had a vibe of Max Payne. Yeah, I kind of thought that. I mean, the, the way the graphics are set out is astonishing. The the open world map, do you like the open world map as much as I do? Yeah, I love the open world map. I also like the fact that you can choose... It's one of those games where you, you are going to choose the ending. You'll get to choose your story and basically how it pans out mm-hmm. and you uh, progress. It exactly. It could be a good ending, a bad ending, or it could be... Every, well, everything's okay. But the story mode itself, the prologue. Now, we're not going to discuss details of the prologue, but how long did that take you to complete? The prologue, the beginning. Like I said, it took me a while because of the training. And getting used to the driving and the shooting. 
I don't even think I've completed it yet. To be fair. Well, well, if you've not completed it, you haven't wasted it. You haven't wasted no money on it, have you? You know, you've got a copy of the game, and you're playing the game, and that's what gaming's all about. It's supposed to be uh, gaming for me is enjoyable. It's an escape from this world. It gives you um, better reflexes. It's been proven. There's been university studies gives you better reflexes, and it keeps your mind active. Definitely do, mate. Definitely. So, to go to Cyberpunk 2077, if you could, would you live there? Would you live? I think everybody has a fantasy of yeah. living somewhere different to the world that we're in now. We all want excitement. I mean, flying cars. Yeah. I don't want to give away too back many to spoilers. Back to the future. Back to the future. It's kind of like Back to the Future. There's the, it's futuristic. It's you like Back to the means. Future across with Demolition Man. Yeah, definitely. Brilliant. You know, did Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes movie. For anyone who didn't know, go check it out. It's an old movie. It's a classic. It won't disappoint you. So if you did live there... See, I don't know. Oculus bring out Cyberpunk VR. And you've got your Oculus on. And you've got your controllers... Would you be prepared to try and get to the end of that game if it was in VR? I would. Would you be scared doing it? No. Would it be too much to ask for to have Cyberpunk 2077 available on the Oculus? I don't think it'd be too hard to have it on there, but I think they'd need to change a lot of the game aspects. The dynamics, you mean... You can go off. It's first-person mode anyway, so going around with your VR, you'd have to have a good look about, wouldn't you? You'd have to turn your head, you'd have to use more body movement. Do you reckon it would be a great workout? In, um, it'd be VR? better for people that sat on the Xbox or computers a lot who maybe wanted to Experience get out and VR. Get, yeah, and get more of exercise. Oh, definitely. Yes, you I mean, it. who wants to do a fun workout, right? Yeah, exactly. Everybody wants to do a fun workout. It's like I've been saying for years I want to go for a jog. But it's that boring, I won't go and do it. Well, yeah, I mean, going for a jog is hard work. Now, if it was to put on an Oculus Go, for example, go into the VR world, then yes. Well, on the Oculus, and uh, I'm pretty sure it might be the same with the PlayStation VR, you can travel anywhere in the world you want to go, which is, the Oculus has been a pretty good tool for the lockdown. Yeah. Because we haven't been able to get nowhere like everybody else, but we've been able to travel to London, Paris, Italy, New York. Rome, New York, all over the world. Yeah, so why not travel to a futuristic, yeah. A futuristic place and, in, and enjoy the moment. So this brings me on to another question. Would you play Grand Theft Auto V in VR? I love Grand Theft Auto, so I'd play that either way. In VR, do you reckon I'd, it'd be easier to drive your car in VR if you're like driving on the road and you turn your head? <laughs> I think it'd be so much better if you was online and somebody was shouting at you, and in the VR you could actually turn, turn and look at them real quick to show that it'd be immense. So, v, right, VR is one of the best technologies available these days. You know, it don't matter what age you are. Three onwards, you can experience VR. Would could you see your granddad playing V 
VR technology, being in Cyberpunk 2077, being a 19, 23 year old man, would you reckon they'd love that? I don't think it'd be for the older generation. But VR can make everyone younger if you had a character like characters like in Cyberpunk and Grand Theft Auto. You could literally, on VR, walk into a bar, get a virtual beer, and experience life as a young person again. I think, I'm not saying the older generation wouldn't use a VR, because the most probably would, for like relaxing meditation, you know, when you can lie on a beach and stuff. Well, it but for games such as Cyberpunk and Grand Theft Auto, I can't really see it. Probably ages from 18 to 50 would play. Maybe a bit older would play Cyberpunk. Is that what you're trying to say, Cyberpunk 2077? Yeah, maybe if they made something like... I don't know, we all get our av- avatars on, on the VR sets. Definitely, avatars. avatars are great. Maybe if we could like upload a picture, a photo, and they can make us into proper characters on a VR. Well, this is, this is a clever thing about technology. There's a Microsoft, right? You've got the Oculus Go, you've got the Oculus Rift, you've got your PlayStation VR, you've got other VR headsets. Microsoft have got the HoloLens. The HoloLens, you can scan a person into the HoloLens and it will build an artificial copy of that person. And because HoloLens lets you see around your home, you can see that person walking around your house with that headset on. That'd be very scary. So, technically... You could scan yourself in and watch yourself walk in and out of rooms. You could have so much fun with that, though, couldn't you? Definitely. I mean, it depends what you scan and put on. You know, put a big monster on just to jump out. <laughs> Someone comes round, you don't like them, you want them gone. No, oh, it's alright, we'll just put on another one of me. So they think I'm walking in the kitchen, they're coming here and I'm sat here. That'd freak them out. I can think of a lot of people I'd like to do that too. It would have to have the science dynamics for me. Which the VR sounds good, but the science dynamics of the virtual haircut, which really feels like you're getting a proper haircut. Yeah, the virtual haircut is good. It's old now, but it's brilliant. For anyone who uh, who doesn't know what the virtual haircut is, where can they find it? They can find that on YouTube. We don't own the copyright to that, it's not ours. And it is amazing. I mean, I tried it during the first lockdown that we had here in the UK. And it actually felt like I was getting my hair cut and you could hear them talking to you. He didn't offer me a coffee, though. <laughs> well, for a lot of people that don't know, uh, Keanu Reeves, he uh, obviously guest stars in this game. It's set around the year 2077. But let's talk about the real person. We all know he's an Hollywood actor. Bill and Ted, John Wick. Bill and Ted's yeah. quite good. Bill and Ted 2, we had the uh, prequel mm-hmm. just come out. Not long ago. Yeah. Keanu Reeves, did you know that he uh, builds custom motorcycles? I have heard that he builds custom motorcycles. And he races them. I have heard. Uh, there's a story of Keanu Reeves where he'd come off his motorcycle, right? And I, there was a slight laugh there, but it's not because he came off his motorcycle. It's because when he came off his motorcycle, I think he a taxi, a taxi hit him, sorry. And the pedal actually went into his ankle. The guy didn't bring him an ambulance. He just said, can I have your autograph? Oh, I'd have been pissed. He was. He was. He's quite humble. He didn't really react violently or anything. He just 
laughed him off and said, get me an ambulance. Yeah, some people just, yeah. <laughs> well, come on, you're that guy. Starstruck. Oh, what have I done? I've just knocked Keanu, Re Keanu Reeves off his motorbike. Any normal person would get an ambulance. Well, yeah, obviously, of course they would. I mean, it, being a starving that, you could have both your hands chopped off and it'd be kind of your autograph. It's so humble, though. So humble. I've watched the documentaries on Keanu Reeves and uh, he don't really... He don't really uh, put stardom at the top of his list. Sounds like David's got a man crush. No, I don't have a man crush. Don't have a man crush. Alright, maybe a slight one. Now nah, I'm joking. Right. So, Cyberpunk 2077. Is there anything you want to say before we change topic? No, just make sure you give it a whirl. If you're into that sort of thing. And if you can't afford to get a copy, just borrow your mate's game tag. Yeah. And we've all got mates out there that'll lend you the tag. Borrow your mate's game tag. Say, I want to borrow it, even if it's for a couple of hours, or even go to your mates and play Cyberpunk 2077. Because these games these days, they are expensive. We all know the game companies hike the prices so they can make games better. But not everybody has the finance to get get these sort of games. Exactly. But have fun playing. Right, topic two. Okay, so topic two. What can we talk about? Tyson Fury? We can talk about Tyson Fury if you want. Tyson Fury. Right. Tyson Fury, for people that know, is called Tyson Luke Fury. He, he's, he lives in Morecambe. I think he's originally from Manchester. And he's a professional boxer. Fury came into boxing. He's boxed everybody. Everybody. He's been knocked down three times in his career. Twice by Wilder. But he got mm -hmm. straight back up. Yeah. And one by... I can't remember his name, but if you go Google it on YouTube, it you'll find it. The only two people to knock him down ever. And then, of course, he won the belts from Vladimir Klitschko in Dusseldorf. I could be wrong. I think it's Dusseldorf. Yeah. And then he thought he couldn't box anyone no more. He thought he was at the top of his game. There was nobody else to fight. So he... Had a bit of mental health struggles. And then he got offered a contract by Frank Warren when he sorted himself out. Well, actually, Eddie Ayn approached him first for three million and he laughed him off. So Frank Warren signed him. And what? And what's the biggest fight coming up soon? Sarah? Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury. Oh, uh, yeah, it's Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury. Of course it is. Because AJ... Has just fought Paul Lev and he won, I think, the ninth round. Yeah, it was which, very good. Which, at the end, says we're going to start negotiations and get the Fury fight for 2021. Do you reckon Fury's going to get his belts back? Yeah. How do you reckon he's going to get his belts back? Because he's going to come back stronger, more determined. He's hungry for his belts back. Of course he is. 
That's the sort of man he is. And he's taking, let's face it, what's it rightfully is. Exactly. He won the belts in Dusseldorf. Yeah, a little mishap happened. He got sound. And now he's back. This is going to be the biggest fight in 2021. Even I'm looking forward to this fight. And Fury's boxing brain, his science, as big as he is, six foot eight. All the training he's done is a Fury win for me. So, topic moving on. Good luck to Tyson Fury. Topic number three, Sarah. Topic number three. Oh, okay. I love it when we unplan podcasts. I know, because when we don't plan them, we just start talking about random stuff. Well, yeah, that's that's what it's about. And you will actually hear us struggling sometimes because we want to make it entertaining. Well, we're new to podcasting. And it's funny. And we're new to podcasting. We are new to podcasting. But thank you to everybody that's listening. Yeah, thank you very much, peoples. So, next topic then. Let's all talk about... Well, you, you were listening. Right, let's all talk about... Epic old toys. Major Morgan, the electronic organ, was annoying. Very annoying. I remember having the pen. <laughs> Put me in the fucking bin. Yeah, yeah. Really bent my head out. You see, when I was younger... It was good, after an hour. Yeah, well, when I was younger, I was Didn't into it? all of my... Uh, I was into farmyards, I was like a little boy. Well, I was, obviously, I was a woman. I was into my My Little Ponies. Uh, my Little Ponies, if you're a guy and you like My Little Pony, you are called a brony. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. That's always handy to know, David, I suppose. Yep, I learned that off the TV show Porn Stars with Rick and Chumley and the rest of them. That's amazing, isn't it? Absolutely. I think we've got Nicole Scherzinger here. She just said it's amazing. Shamazing! Now, <laughs> there's quite a lot of toys that I actually used to like playing with. He-Man. He-Man? No, not well, so Well, you have a He-Man for me, did it? By the power of Grayskull, I have the power. Can't say I ever had a He-Man. I mean, I had I had toy guns. I had a bootleg He-Man that was purple. Yeah, that's was Nobody good. could afford him back in the day. Now, there's one toy that... I did have a proper one as well. They, I would say that everybody would have had the toy, but there is some, you know, less unfortunate people out there. But the Barbie dolls. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you wouldn't have had a Barbie, surely, but I'm guessing your sister would have done. Barbie met Action Man one day. But Barbie did meet Action Man one day. I'm on about the Ant Man sofa. Okay. <laughs> now, I, <laughs> I used to have a ballerina Barbie, and I oh, loved God, God. her. But then, right? That then they brought out. Somebody help! They, Ken. Ken comes into the mystery. Barbie's yeah. now got a boyfriend. Yeah? What's wrong with Ken? Well, what's the point? What's that teaching? Boy meets girl? No, we're going to give Barbie a boyfriend. Boy meets girl? Yeah, boy meets girl, my ass. Barbies! You girls love Barbies! And playing with dolls. Okay, so if you'd have got a Ken for Christmas off your mum and dad, 
Is that acceptable? No, because I'm a bloke and Ken was absolutely so a girl. So you were saying and, and these days, anyways... It, I, I was going to say... These days, it, it's acceptable, but the way... Little boys can play with dolls. Yeah, exactly. But, but if my mum had given me a Barbie back in the day, not a Barbie, well, she did give me a Barbie one year because she was drunk. But that's another story. <laughs> no, she wrapped the wrong we'll present up. She wrapped the wrong present up and gave me that and my sister got my itch sketch but then we quickly swapped. Right. So, no, no, when I was a kid, the other uh, Barbies for girls. That's how I was taught. Barbies for girls. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, if you weren't happy with your Barbie... I love my Barbie. Oh, you loved it. Okay. Apart from, when I say I had a ballerina Barbie, I actually got two on here. Well, Barbie's the most popular doll on the market. She's uh, been around for... About the same time as about the same time as well, I don't know. <laughs> the same, well, no, she's been a lot. I think what 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 Barbie in the twenties or something? Nineteen twenties. The first ever Barbie, somewhere around there. I think. It was, I don't think she was that old. To be fair, was it nineteen twenty four? Was it? A bit, I know it was a woman that created her. Yeah. For me. It has to be Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin, I find him scary. Teddy Ruxpin, yeah, you know, yeah, brilliant. He's kind of freaky. Well, the guy who made him, Ken, Ken, I can't remember his last name, but Google it. Um, he made the world's first animatronic kids play stuffed toy. And it was genius. It was yeah, absolutely but... genius. 1984, Teddy Ruxpin. Brilliant. Yeah, then once the battery start running out in him and he's rolling his eyes at you, well, blinking, you'd put, that's going to be quite scary to some kids. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, let me explain. You'd put uh, four size C batteries into Teddy Ruxman and you put the tape, cassette tape in his back. He had a, he had a tape player with built speakers. So you'd put the tape in and you'd have a reading book to go along with it and you'd close the tape and you'd press play. And it would, it was made by World of Wonder, mm -hmm. right? So you'd open the book, and it would read the sentence, and it would give a story of Teddy Ruxpin and his best friend Groovy, and the rest of his friends. And it would ping when the page wanted to turn over, make a little bell sound. Yeah. Right? But when the batteries went out, it was like, I'm Teddy Ruxpin. Exactly, like a possessed teddy bear. Yeah, it needed exorcist, it needed an, it needed an exorcist. Exactly. Exactly, my point. That, Very that is scary. Scary, yeah. When I was a child. And the same thing happened to my son as well when I gave him a Teddy Ruxpin. Managed to track down an original 1984, still with tag on, because he used to rip the tags off, uh, which was sewn into the cloth, and then hand them to the consumer. And the batteries ran out on him, and he came down and did the same thing as me. <laughs> oh, no. He no, got real no. scared, yeah. Old Cameron. Talking about teddy bears, I mean, everybody, everybody had a care bear. Yep. I had Care Bears. I had the Care Bears. I had the, I think, Loved them. I can't remember what it was called, but I had the pale Sun green one. Sunshine Bear. I had the Love Art Bear. The Rainbow, is it the Rainbow? That, that was it. I had the, the Rainbow, Rainbow Bear. I remember the... I don't remember the name. It might not have been Rainbow Bear, but I had it. But it looked like a Rainbow Bear to me, sir. Care Bears was like everybody's best friends back in the day. I loved my Care Bear. Absolutely. I, Care Bears was, was boss. Even had a TV show. Did 
They did. I used to watch it. A cartoon, yeah. And they got a movie, if I remember lately. Vaguely remember a memory of the Care Bears movie. Which was pretty cool for its time. The animation was pretty good. I'll tell you another toy that I had. Ghostbusters. Yes, David, we all know you've Ghostbusters. No, but I had Ghostbusters toys. And it was made by Kenner. The same people who did the Star Wars toys. And it was really, 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 really good toys. And I'll tell you a fact. The first ever Star Wars toys made by Kenner had a Fisher Price 3.5 quarter inch figure covered in modelling clay to make the Star Wars figures. And if you cut into one, no, they're expensive. They're worth a fortune, so don't be cutting up your Star Wars toys. The original set, you'll find a 3.5 inch Fisher Price toy on the inside from when they molded the figures because it was the only figure that would stand up. On its own. There you yeah. go, there's a good factor there. There's a good factor there. But I won't go around cutting up your Star Wars figures because they're worth a fortune. Just get a mix red. Well, they're plastic, aren't they? So if you've got an old one that your dog's chewed, see if it's one of them. Definitely. And definitely. if you have a purple, just a pure purple, Boba Fett, that's uh, the phone going, that's how unprofessional we are. So sorry, people. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Technology, yeah. So if you get a Boba Fett figure, that's purple. Uh, like, a, not purple. Like a, a light blue colour and there's no other paint on it. That might actually be a prototype and it could be worth £40,000 or more. Because it was never released. And the reason why it wasn't released is because it was a rocket, fight, rocket firing Boba Fett figure, action figure, that fired a rocket. And because, unfortunately, some kid choked on the missile they stopped him from being released for health and safety reasons indeed they did David anyways moving on to topic number I can't remember but here's the next topic moving on so we've covered all toys what about what what cartoons do you remember from being a young nipper David gummy bears I remember gummy bears bouncing here and everywhere yep gummy bears the ragged dolls the ragged dolls can you name them there is Jotty. Yep. Bag. Bag, bag, bag. Sad sack. Sad sack. <laughs> Sad I knew you was all about him straight away. Sad sack, yeah. Sad sack. Uh, Go no on. Idea. You have no idea? No. I can't name them all. But there was Sad sack Dotty. Back to front. Back to front. Claude. Claude! Prince, was it Princess? Princess. And there was one more, but I can never remember his name. I have no idea. I think there was one more. Was it five, six? Right, so it's back to front. Dotty, Sad Sack, Claude, Princess. Uh, I think that, I can't remember the other one. I did my best. No one ever remembers Claude. No, no, definitely not. So, so yeah, the, the Raggedy Dolls were a big cartoon back in the day. The theme tune was awesome. Yeah. Raggedy Dolls, Raggedy Dolls, dolls like dolls for you and me. <laughs> well, it's close enough, that'll do. Yeah. Super Ted. Super Ted. Now, there's an old name that... With his psychic spotter, you'll brought into life. There is. There's also Snoopy. By the Schiltz. By Schiltz. Yeah, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown? I love Charlie Brown. The new movie. He actually got to fly his kite. 
Oh, After all them years. Good for him. And I also remember Defenders of the Earth. Yep, Defenders of the Earth. And I remember the Galaxy Rangers. The dinosaur show was good. Go on, do your impression. Not the mama, not the mama. Honey, I'm home. <laughs> You're still my head in that show. Oh, I loved it. It's my favourite show. I don't know what it was about it. It just... I liked it now and again. Now the mama, now the mama. <laughs> the Moomins. Moomins. I like the way he moves on really quickly. Doctor Snuggles and his rocket go boom boom. I don't remember that one. Doctor Snuggles and his magical rainbow, wasn't it, I think? Yeah. I don't uh, there's another one for you. Rainbow. Rainbow. Oh, Zippy. George Zippy and Bungles. <laughs> 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 I won't do the impression. That's the best rainbow. rainbow so impression. you sweep. Did you know... Matthew Carbert, who took over his dad. I, I think this is a true fact. Don't quote me on this. Had a wooden leg. Okay. That's a strange fact, isn't it? It is. That is a very strange fact. Do you remember Orville? Yeah, I remember Orville and Keith Harris. I wish I could fly. What's the monkey called? There was a monkey in that show, was it? What's it called? What bubbles was it? I or can't something? remember his name. Yeah, I don't honest. know whether I'm getting mixed up with Michael Jackson in the eighties who had the monkey called Bubbles, or there was actually a monkey in that called Bubbles. I ain't got a clue. I always thought that was Power Power Powerpuff Girls. No, they're on about Blossom Buttercup and uh, what the Powerpuff Girls? Blossom Buttercup and Bubbles. And Bubbles. Yeah, but there was also a monkey in there. Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo! Mojo Jojo! Sugar, spice, and everything nice. These are the ingredients that created the Powerpuff Girls. Yes, I do remember that. Chemical X. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Oh, here's one for you. you you'll know it straight away. Go on. Hey, Mama! No. Sugar Mama, huh? Johnny Bravo! Johnny Bravo! Oh, I should have done that first time. Hey, Mama! Hey, sugar mama. Do you know, I felt really sorry for Johnny Bravo because he just didn't get the ladies, did he? Cow Network. Cow Network. Cow Network in the 90s was boss. Yeah, definitely. Right. And I'll tell you who else used to work on Cow Network. Alex Winters, who plays Bill in Bill and Ted. He works on it. And my son spoke to him about Ben 10 3D. And he says, I'll have a word with the execs at Carol Network. And it came out. Cool. Oh, how mad's that? That is amazing. Brilliant, brilliant. Didn't expect to get that sort of response. But it must have ne- they must have never thought of Ben 10 3D. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there is one uh, that is an amazing story, David. That, that, there is another cartoon that I still love today as well. And it's Scooby-Doo. I can't do the impression. It's Go gonna on, sound David, really bad. Do it. It's gonna sound really bad through through this podcast. Do it, do I it. I can't do it because it's sat- mwah, mwah, mwah. Yeah, you're gasping for air, so I'm not even gonna attempt it. Reggie <laughs> Yeah, I can't do it either. See that was a mad impression. That- Reggie. See, I've got a mic, you see. And the problem is it's getting the air intake as well as the mic. I know it's dynamic, but it's it's giving it to come across. But yeah, that that'll do. Okay, J-O. Hold on, Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. We're still talking Scooby-Doo. 
How do you know? Who? Nine out of ten times. Maybe ten out of ten. Now, my dad's dad, my yeah. granddad, told my dad this. Oh. And my dad told me it. Yeah. How do you know who's done the crime in Scooby-Doo? What do you mean? How do you know who's committed the crime in Scooby-Doo without watching the ending? Because they, they found out. How? Because they've got a mask on. Right. This is genius. And my dad told me this. And if the betting shop was open, I would... Uh, well, I won't bet now. <laughs> well, what am I going to give them apples? No, I'm joking. It's always the guy who goes, I won't go there if I was you. I wouldn't go there if I was you. Yeah. And it turns out, it's that guy or the, or the lady. Yeah. I'd have gotten, it, gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Let me at him! Let me at him! Give us your best impression of, Ma I wouldn't go there if I was you. I wouldn't go there if I was you. I'd just be like, why not? <laughs> I'm an investigator. I'd be like, no, you didn't tell me what to do. I'm going anyway, motherfucker. Ain't nobody got time for that. Cheese. <laughs> it's a kid's show, so you can't say a motherfucker. Well, no, obviously I wouldn't say a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, you're just messing. Wait, right, my exactly. best impression. My best impression. I wouldn't go there if I were you. So why not? Why not? Because it's haunted. Stay well away from that castle. I think David's lost a lot of people. I've got a little bit missed. So yeah, if you want to be a detective, I'll scroll with within the first five minutes, just do that. It's yeah, always exactly. the guy who says I won't go there for hours for the lady. Anyway, let's move oh, away. And from... I'll tell you one thing before we move away. Old man Smithers? Simpsons. No, that was one of the guys who got <laughs> caught in Scooby-Doo. I thought he was on about the Simpsons. Simpsons for a minute then. Simpsons going on for 30-odd uh, uh, seasons now. Never get bored of the Simpsons. And never, ever, ever, ever. Uh, Matt Groening and a few others created the Simpsons. Mainly Matt Groening's idea. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Uh, I remember collecting Simpsons trading cards when I was a kid. Yeah. I remember the Simpsons trading cards. With the little chewing gum inside. Yes, I remember that very, very well. Was it Tops chewing gum? Simpsons cards or something? I think so. Something like that. There was that many there was that many trading cards going around for different programs when I was a kid. It was amazing because you had the you had the Simpsons trading cards. Yeah. You had the Pokemon cards. Pokemon was massive, yeah. You had the football so Simpsons, cards. To be honest. The FA Premier League. Yeah, the football cards yeah, and the stickers. Yeah, oh, you so chuffed when you got one of those glittery. Match some of the sticker books was called, I think. Yeah, you you got them cards. You you had all sorts of cards going around when you were younger, but then again, that that's a story for another day because that goes on to like you know, sort of anyway. Back to the so, Rosie and Jim. So just going back to the Simpsons before Rosie and Jim. Who's your favourite character in the Simpsons? Well, it's got to be Bart, isn't it? Everybody says Bart. I love Bart, don't get me wrong. He's, he's like one of my idols. I like I Ralph though as well because he's just so derpy. Ralph? Ralph. Chief Wiggum's son. Yeah. Yeah, see, Buckham Lou. He's so funny. And that wasn't a sample that was made with Chief Wiggum. It might not have been the best impression, but. <laughs> yeah, do it again, David. Yeah, see, Buckham Lou. Yeah. It's close. No cigar. 
Wait, my best character in The Simpsons. I've had a few actually over the years. Mm. Right, first of all, it's got to be Bart. Everyone Bart, says Bart though, like you just I said. grew up with Bart. And I liked Bart. Right. Then, I liked Otto. He's very rarely mentioned. Uh, the bus driver. The bus driver. Yeah, he's funny. He's a character. Likes his... Uh... I do like him. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he likes his weed. Yeah. <laughs> it does, yeah. Do yeah. Grom's keeper, will he? Because he's a moody git. Yeah, yeah, he's a moody git. He's brilliant, though. He's brilliant. They should have sampled that No I Am Rule in it from the Crazy Scotsman. No I Am Rule! That's yeah, the worst impression ever, but... Yeah. Smithers was one of my favourites at one point. Smithers is quite funny. He's always the one that sorts the stuff out. Yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of in love with Mr Burns, isn't he? Well, Smithers has always been a gay character. I know he has. Which, which is uh, ne- never been uh, an issue really with with anybody, you know. I think The Simpsons, including Smithers, is a part of everyday life. There's also they've included they've done affairs. Remember when Homer cheated with Jolene? Yes, I remember. Was Marge cheating at one point? Yeah, with Disco Dan. Yeah, I think she oh, was, was it yeah. Disco Stew? Disco Stew! You know, I think she was, yeah. Person, I mean, yeah. the new episodes that are out now, they, they have got a lot better. It's a book from what I've heard. I haven't actually caught up yet, so... Oh, I, like the way, I like the way The Simpsons went from an old-style 80s television mm-hmm. to a flat-screen television. Exactly. And did you know that The Simpsons actually, actually on a few occasions, has predicted the future? Yeah, the Donald Trump presidency. The Donald Trump pre- presidency. Uh, the pa- uh, I think they did the pandemic. Yeah, something about the pandemic. Something about the yeah, pandemic. Was, yeah, about the uh, it was the COVID uh, pandemic, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they also predicted. So what was it? They've predicted quite a few things. If you look it up, you you know you will find out. Yeah, they've predicted quite a bit of stuff. Google it, Google it. It's all over Google. Sometimes it's on a Facebook post. Anyway, let's move on from the Simpsons. Uh, like I was saying, Rosie and Jim. Rosie and Jim with John was it? Patrick. His name what, Patrick? Rosie and Jim, Rosie and Jim. Oh, yeah, and another old version. No, his name And is. Patrick colours them in. You sure I want John? No, and Patrick colours them in. I'm pretty sure in. his name was John. And Patrick colours them in. Right, you might be right, but did you know that he actually came up with that TV show? And he actually lived, I think, on that badge? No, I didn't. On the old rag doll? That's what it was called. Yeah, the duck that wandered every time he was coming up. Yeah, and <laughs> Rosie and Jim was two ragdolls mm-hmm. that came to life. A bit like Annabelle, but friendly. Yeah. You know, they could switch into character animation, and then they could stop animation and become ragdolls again. But they could still hear everything around them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I loved Rosie and Jim, which is just brought to mind Tox TV. Well, just recently, the guy who did Rosie and Jim a few years back he passed away yeah no Tots TV Tots TV 
I'm a top, she's a top. Teeny Tom and Tani. Is that right? Tilly, Tilly. They had a donkey, didn't they, in the garden? That's magic. Yeah, she was French. Yeah, she was French. Was yeah. she French? Yeah, there's a French accent coming from. Yeah, they had me, a so, donkey yeah. in the garden. Oh, yeah, they stroked the donkey, yeah. Yeah, he was lovely. <laughs> we were so, we were so easily entertained. I love Tops TV. I Back in the great. day. Tweenies, hey, hey, are you ready to play? It's time to come and play with the Tweenies. Guess who voiced Jerk? I have no idea. Justin Fletcher. Uh, okay. Who played oh. Mr. Tumble? Oh, Mr. Tumble, Yeah. Yeah, I used to uh, work not far away from Mr. Tumble. Who was your favourite tweenie? It's got to be Dougals. Yeah, I was going to say Dougals. It has to be the dog. I used to call him Noodles. Noodles. He's actually called Dougals. Do you know what? Dougals. It was a bit worrying, you know. Not about the tweenies, but you just reminded me of the Teletubbies, but I'll get into that in a minute because we're talking tweenies. Tweenies, the theme tune was annoying after a while. Time to come and play with the tweenies. Oh, you can sing with us, play games with us, so you can run yeah. around and jump. And do you know and what jump. made it annoying? Do you know what made it annoying? What? The BBC brought out that channel for kids. Yes. C. CBBC. Is yes. it? CBBs. CBBs. And. All that was on at the time was the tweeners and it I mean after five episodes you can jump and shout do, 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 do. after ten episodes you can jump and mute the telly yeah but but it wasn't too bad really because after the tweeners you got the shiny show I know I love the shiny show yeah, with dogs beat no dogs beat mucker and this or tis the shiny show yeah I remember yeah. I didn't really it I watched it but I can't remember the glow on the shiny show the shiny show and Dugsby used to go Dugsby likes bananas I watched it but I can't remember it give yourself a pat on the back a pat on the back a pat on the back give yourself a pat on the back anyway enough of that right yeah yeah the shiny show I remember Blue Cow Blue Cow what was she a part of I can't remember she just got on the bus Go around in circles. Yeah, she used to go all, all over, didn't she? She used to travel, yeah, travel all over. Well, yeah, she got out quite a bit, didn't she, to be fair? Danny John Jules presented that show mm. from Red Dwarf. He played the cat. Yeah. Right? So, Blue Cow. I can't remember the name of the show it was on, but everyone must remember Blue Cow. I remember Blue Cow. I remember quite a lot, though. I remember Blue Cow. I remember Kipper. Kipper. Keeper, the, the dog, dog. dog with the slipper. He wasn't the big red dog, was he? No, that was Clifford. That's right. Clifford yeah. was like the giant red dog. Yeah. It was my whole save. Yeah, but I think I think Clifford, Clifford, the big red dog. His name's Clifford. Clifford, the big red dog. Something like that. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Who is his mate, Clifford? I can't remember. Cliff, I can't Clifford remember. was quite clever, but imagine having a dog that size. Yeah, it's a, and a... Where would you put it? Could you imagine picking up the poo? It'd be, <laughs> imagine me Jurassic Park instantly when you said that. You would, yeah. You need a, you need a crane and a dump truck. But I could go on about old, old cartoons and stuff all day. I've still got one. Go on. Spot the dog. Spot the dog? 
Spot the dog used to be a reader book in school. I remember Spot the dog. I remember him well. One in yellow. Yeah, yellow. Brown era, I think, with uh, Spot. Yes. Yeah, Spot the dog was good. And also Super Fudge. Super Fudge, you don't remember it. Super Fudge was a kid who was not very naughty. Uh, and his name was Fudge. And he used to go, oh, Fudge. And there was also Spokes Bottle Bear. Nah. Spokes Bottle Bear was puppets. And it was uh, basically ghosts that haunted Bottle Bear. Cool. But many people knew him. The residents knew him in Bottle Bear. Mm. What about Funny Burns? Funny Burns. Yeah, I remember that. That was also a reading book. In a dark, dark house. There were some dark, dark stairs. <laughs> well, no. I mean, Funny Bones was good when it kept falling apart and you had to get a doctor, and then the doctor fell apart and nobody could get put back together again. Yeah, I think the doctor kind of got sick of going out, didn't he, to be fair? Yeah, he did, but then the doctor tripped over, didn't he, while there was a pile of bones, and he couldn't put himself back together, and he couldn't put them back together either. Mm. Funny Bones was good. Uh, real Ghostbusters? Yeah, he's obsessed. Yeah, well, it was a cartoon, it was brilliant. It was alright. It was good. It was good, but it was just. Uh, it was good. You're it's girl. like when they brought You're out. Girl. You probably wanted to. No, I liked it, but it was like when they brought out the Back to Future cartoons. Back to Future cartoons. Yeah, the films are alright, but the cartoons are a bit. Well, for, for the podcasters uh, listening, Captain Nintendo, Captain N. Remember Captain N? No. Right, it was a kid. He had a Nintendo NES, and he had a light gun. And he was playing it at the beginning. And this was live action. And he got sucked into his TV, into the world of Nintendo, and it turned into a cartoon. And he had to fight his arch enemy, Mother Brain. And Mother Brain was the CPU from Nintendo. No, I don't remember that day, but to be fair with you. He was a big brain in like a glass door. And he had the Nintendo light gun and he used to shoot the enemies with the light gun. Yeah, I I can't say I remember. Yeah, Captain Nintendo, that was good. Right, we'll stop talking all cartoons at the minute. I've got, I've got, I've got another topic, but you had one before me, didn't you? I think. If you didn't, then I can go. No, I don't think I did. Old TV shows, and I got to start off with. Was it the Wonder Years? The Wonder Years. The Wonder Years. I think the Americans called them Wonder Years, so it makes no difference. Did you know that show was directed by Daniel Stern, who played Marv in Home Alone? No, I didn't know that. And it was about a kid who, who went through life as a young man and he wanted to get with a lass called Whittaker I think and eventually in the last episode I think he did and he was called Kevin that was the kid's name Kevin I should have known that I should have known it it was a brilliant show the, the tune at the beginning what would you do if I said how did you would you look at me and never look back? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. That's enough. And I'll try not to sing out of key. That was the tune. Yeah, very I, good. I might have got some of the words mixed up. Very, very good. But that's how I remember it off the top of my head. And, and um, going on to old TV shows. Oh, it's a kid's show again. I should have put this in the last one. The Demon Dead Master. Oh, that would that would do as well, brilliant. Technically, one account though, was it? Not really. It, 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 yeah. He went about scaring kids. Either, he was really, really, really freaky, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Look into his eyes and it's all spirally. It would hypnotise you, yeah. The, the kid, not the kid, the guy who played the Demon Dead Master, when he was seen out in public by young kids 
that was probably our age when we watched it, probably what now, ten or a bit younger. You used to run from it. I mean, every kid can relate to the demon headmaster. I mean, we all had the nun teacher at yeah, school. You know, that was uh, he was like, ooh. Yeah, every headmaster all of a sudden became the demon headmaster yeah. overnight. Overnight. It called to headmaster's office. I'm not going. You can't make me. Called to the headmaster's office in the series, and he hypnotised you, and then he'd be under his control. No, yep. we all got called to the headmaster's office, and we all. Shifts ourselves because we thought our headmasters was demons too. Yep, that's what that's what that's what TV does to kids these days, though. And I'm surprised you've not mentioned the Queen's nose. I was literally about to mention the Queen's nose. But every every what... time someone mentions the demon headmaster, you automatically think the Queen's nose. Yes, wait, tell people about it. The Queen's nose, if I remember rightly, was that the fifty pence? How many Granger? Was it the 50 pence? Yeah, the 50 pence. And I think the last of it was called Harmony Granger. She was called Harmony Granger, yes. I can't really remember what it did. She made, she rubbed the Queen's nose on the 50 pence and made wishes. Oh, she did, yes. She made wishes, yeah. On the giant We all wanted that 50. I mean, we was all young. And we when we was given 50p and may have been in our pocket money or whatever, we rubbed that 50 pence and we wished, and but she, we got nothing. And she got wishes granted, but she got too carried away, they won't work, I think. Yeah, they'd go horribly wrong. There's a, on the count of three. No, this should work. We've had. What did we have before the Queen's nose again? What was discussing? What did we say before the Queen's nose? The demon master. Right. So we had the demon dead master, the Queen's nose, and if hopefully, if we're on the right wavelength, this normally works with people. I'm not saying it's anything to do with psychic or whatever. But it's just a little man lag. So we've got Demon Headmaster, the Queen's Nose, on a count of three in the TV show. One, two, three, go. Bernard's Watch. Always oh, thinking <laughs> Bernard's Watch as well. Everybody thinks it, but they don't say it. Yeah, we all wanted that watch. Bernard and his watch. His magic, magic watch. First the watch, everything slows down. Oh, I'd get up to so much mischief. Absolutely brilliant. It reminded me of Annie uh, from Out of This World. Definitely. She pressed her, she pressed her fingers together mm. and stopped time. Bernard, I don't know, what? Was it a stopwatch? It was a stopwatch, yes. And he used to stop time. And he used to just do his own thing. He did. He did indeed. And then he went back and restarted time. That must have been one hour, didn't it? Definitely. I bet he retired. I don't know, stops it, goes for a Burger King. Then he decides he's going to go get some sweets from the store. Then he decides he's going to go home, eat his sweets. Then he's going to go back to school, because don't forget, he's click the watch. Right? I bet he did, like, 30 hours. <laughs> he did, he looked, yeah. Hey, it would come in handy, though. That was, uh, that wasn't a very confident, yeah. Take, take it, you liked the idea where Ben has watched, but the TV show was boring too. No, because I had a really morbid thought. I mean, back in the day, when you're younger, oh, you really don't... want that watch because it's cool. Because yeah. you can stop time. Stop time. Yeah. But then now that I've got older, my morbidness is setting in because all I we could think about... We don't do morbid I, on podcasts. All, I know, but all I could think then was, you're going to die before anybody else. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's a part of life. That's nature, right? Anyways, hopefully for not long, uh, not not for long. Uh, I mean, hopefully not for long. I mean, not for long. I mean, hopefully 
It'll be a long time yet. No, no morbid nuss on this podcast. Ben has watched. Everybody wanted it, but no, you want it even more because you're older. That's what you're trying to say. Not really. I mean, it'd come in handy if I wanted to do a bank job, which I wouldn't. A bank job? <laughs> you could have taken Ben as much to do a bank job. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't you? You no. had the opportunity. No. It's not like you're ever going to get a watch, David, that's going to stop time. I want to do a bank job. I'd put Jim Carrey's mask on and I'd already have loads of dollars in the uh, cupboard because he does it He does it in a movie, so I... you never know. Well, what what's the first thing you do, then? Well, Ben, is what? Yeah. Stop time and go on holiday. Well, why, why? You could go wherever you wanted. Why would you want to go on holiday? Because I'd like to see the world. Okay, so if you had been as much right, you'd go on holiday. You'd stop time and you'd go on holiday. It, would you leave time frozen yeah. whilst you were away on holiday? Yeah. Who would serve you beer? I'd be a kid. I can't buy beer. Who would oh, you mean now? I'm on about now. I'd put my own pants. Everything you touched. Works. Who would cook your food? Well, I would. Okay. Three minute ping. Who I would... I'm an adult now, so who... I'd go... Okay, yeah. who would travel you around? Who would drive you around on your it. holiday? Ah, no, 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 come on, I'm interested to hear this. Yeah? Who would drive you around? Well, what you do is... You're sick, no. You sneak on board a plane with Ben's watch. Right. Right? Yeah. Whatever he touches moves, remember? So that flight would go, land, click the watch, jump off the plane... Right. Hey, presto, you're in Spain. Yeah, but you're saying that you get to Spain, yeah, for example, you've still got yeah. the watch frozen, yeah? The time's frozen. Well, yeah. You're going to do your own cooking. You'd double-click it real quick, wouldn't you? And you're going to do your own cooking. No. Oh. No, you, yeah, don't backtrack. But I said don't be your cooking. For all your listeners, you heard him. I, I didn't said don't be your cooking. You could go to... You could but go that's to... not a holiday then, is it? I'd go... rather stay at home and do my own cooking. You could go to Burger King. And I'd rather stay at home. I'd rather stay at home and What's do my own cooking. What's the point of staying at home? I'd rather stay at home as well, because you listeners as well, I actually work behind a bar. Yeah, well, you're not going to Now, work... if I want to cook for myself well, and pull my own pants... I'd yeah. stay at home. Well, Bernard's watch, you're not going to be working behind the bar. You're going to be like Mr. Ben. Go into a shop, get dressed, come back out, all dapper. But you wouldn't do a bank job. You wouldn't need to. You'd just stop time. Well, it would come in handy, wouldn't it? <laughs> what I'm saying is you wouldn't need to. Sorry, people, we've actually got a little bit carried away on Bernard's watch. Everybody gets carried away on Bernard's watch. The best thing I'd do with Bernard's watch is I'd fix things that are broken. Never knowing you, you'd try fixing the watch and you'd fuck it up. No, no, no. What I'm on about is, because I'm older and I'm a lot wiser, I'd, I'd try and do some good with Banner's watch in the world. Mm, do you know what the first thing I'd actually do? Or no, what I, I would, would do? I would. I'd fix things. Yeah, you probably would. I, I believe that. The first thing that I would do with Bernard's watch yeah. is catch up on some sleep. Lazy. <laughs> How long are you going to sleep for? Well, they don't mind. The ticket's time for that ticket. I'm not going to miss anything. It's a good job that watch doesn't affect Bernard. Do you know why? Why? Because if he rolled over in bed and he accidentally clicked the watch, time would stand still for him as well. Exactly. But it's a good job it doesn't affect him. 
Because nobody would ever be able to unfreeze it. Exactly. And uh, there's another thing as well with Bernard's watch. What if... Just saying. Tam stood still because he's clicked the watch. Yeah. But he's still in, in real time animation. Yeah. What if he couldn't find the watch? He's misplaced it. And then he finds it when he's like 20. Because he's still aged because he's the only one moving. And he unclicked it. Well, that would be a completely different show. It would, well, imagine his parents. <laughs> if he found it and he unclicked it, and then along comes 20 year old Ben and strolls in. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be kind of freaky for anybody. Borderland Big. Yeah, definitely. Borderland Big. No, Big's a good movie. Tom Hanks. Big is a good movie. Absolutely brilliant movie. It goes as a, as a, as a young lad, Josh is called, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Big. So he goes to a salting machine that's unplugged. He puts the money in the machine. Wishes he was big. Wishes he was big. That's the title. B-I-G. Big. And then his wish comes true while he's laid in bed, doesn't it? The next day he's, he's, he's an adult. He is indeed. And then he goes, gets a job. After sneaking out of his mum's house, he goes and gets a job at a toy store. Because I mean, all kids like toys. Yeah. Well, we do, we like just toys. got toys. I all, still like toys. Toys have got many stories and many childhood memories for lots of people. When we entertain him, he gets the perfect job, what a kid would want, works at a toy store, develops toys. Yeah. And then he. And then he. Jumps on the piano and plays the chopsticks and plays other other tunes. But this isn't no ordinary piano. It's a uh, what's it? It's one on the floor, isn't it? It's a what? It's one on the floor. Yeah, it's a floor piano. Now he meets a girl. Well, a woman. Yeah, a woman. Yeah, he meets a woman. Which who's... is kind of freaky part of the film. He meets a woman and then. He tells you his secret, and then he goes to the salting machine. Well, comes a boy again. No, he doesn't. He gets dropped off down the street, doesn't he? Yeah. And then he turns into a boy, doesn't he, again? Yeah, but I never got that ending. Well, when he the... first met the wish, yeah. it took all night for him to change. Yeah, it did. When he gets dropped off, it only took him for about a few hours. He must have used the words instant. Maybe. But I'll tell you another thing. Steven Spielberg's wife mm. created that movie. Cool. I'm pretty sure it was his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's cool. So he cre- uh, she created the movie. Right? And that surprised me, that did. I thought it was Spielberg. Yeah, definitely. Right. Most definitely. On to the next topic, Sarah. The last topic. Okay. It was a good one. Mm, I don't know what to talk about. What about Christmas then? No. Uh. Oh, well, you decide then, because I decide. Everybody. It was a subject. Okay, let's talk about animals. My Little Pony. 
Oh, right, go on. Let's talk about animals. Animals in general. What, what animal do you want to talk well, about? Well, I mean, we've got two cats and a pug. This is like a Cal Pilkington moment. Right, yeah, we've got two cats and a pug, yeah. Samson. Yeah. Max. Yeah. And Angel. This is your topic, animals. Animals? Go on, What's then. your favourite animal? Any. <laughs> Come on, what's your favourite animal? Seriously, any. No, you don't like spiders. They're arachnids. Still living. Wait. Alright. Favourite animal. I don't know. I'm amazed by any. Seriously. Penguins, because they all up together and keep warm. They go out and the fish, they come back. They're probably one of the most intelligent species on the planet. Um, Emperor penguins. Brilliant. They look good. They're they're always in the uniform. They like to match together. Um... Oh, what else do I like? Giraffes? I like giraffes. I like giraffes. Uh, the tall. All they do is eat leaves, though. At least the vegetarians. Well, yeah, it's a good thing, I suppose. You know, it is a giraffe at the end of the day. What would be the point in not having a long neck? Not having a long neck and eating leaves? You won't be able to reach them. I like whales. I like whales. But they're, are they animals? Are they classed as an animal? Mammals, aren't they? Oh, we're mammals. Yeah. Whales, whales are alright. I remember watching Free Willy and watching a kid put his hand up and Willy jumped over and escaped. Yeah, because he was a whale. I like elephants. I like elephants, but the, 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 you can't have an argument with one because they never forget. Oh, no. Oh, no. True story, this. This is a true story. And I heard this years ago. Someone came across an elephant and whacked it with its trunk. Uh, its trunk was sniffing about him and he whacked it on its trunk. 20 years later, this is a trunk story. He came across the same elephant and he whacked him in the face back with its trunk. <laughs> How mad is that? Good elephant. Because elephants don't forget, and elephants can paint. But did you know that elephants are scared of mice? Ele- I don't know if that's a folk tale. Elephants are scared of mice? Yeah, I've heard it, but I don't know if it's real, because I've never come across an elephant and a mouse at the same time. Well, probably is true if everybody says that. Yeah, sure. I think elephants are intelligent, like I say, because they can paint pictures. They can paint pictures. There's a dairy farmer who keeps cows. Uh, he lets them listen to Mozart because he says it produces better milk. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, I don't think that's true. It is true. It's on the news. Mozart. No, Mozart. 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 As it happens. Seriously, he, he, he was letting the cows listen to Mozart, and it produced better milk. That's, that was his claim. Yeah, and I let my cats listen to where uh, it's got to be perfect. Chickens, they're they're quite they're, well, they're tasty, aren't they? But they look good. Ketchup you know. fried chicken. You have uh, the other takeaways are available. There, I'm sorry. No, but chickens are quite intelligent. Chickens are very intelligent. Pigs. Oh, I oh. actually like pigs. I think they're kind of cute. I like pigs. They're big, aren't they? They don't look that big on TV, but when you're up close, they're big. They are. They're massive. Pigs are awesome. 
the smell those bad that comes from pigs. Yeah, but they've that got farm the same. Smell. They've got the same skin as us. Well, pig yeah, skin is the closest skin yeah. to ours. That's why tattooists. Is it something to do with the last? Is it something to do with elasticity in the skin? I have no idea. Which is the stretchiness. Yeah. And the movement of the skin. I like. Do you know what? I like seagulls that nick stuff off people. Oh, I do. I got, I got fish and chips one. one well, I got <laughs> chips from the local chippy. Yeah. And I was walking. I think I was going to my friends. Yeah. Over there. Next minute, they followed me from the chippy all the way down there. I had to put them in the boom. They're annoying, but funny. I was funny. scared for my They're life. Annoying. They're annoying, but funny. I was scared for my life. I mean, I've had, I've had my fish and chips nicked off me by a seagull. They need to keep the mitts off. I slope down, run off the girl. He like, damn, I just paid like eight quid for that. I was bloody starving. Yeah, I mean, they love chips, don't they? They love fatty foods and stuff like that. You know, seagulls have been known to fly off of people's dogs. Yeah, I know, because one tried to tuck our dog. Someone took a GoPro. I mean... A seagull took a GoPro camera and flew off of it. Mobile phones. They took loads. When you go to the seaside, lock your stuff away. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And that concludes our podcast. Thank you for listening, guys. Have fun. Enjoy your... Life. Yeah, enjoy life. That's a brilliant end. Enjoy life. Until the next one, people. Bye.